All right, You Talking to Me podcast, back again with my great co-host Brock Shank. <laughs> Always drinking. Uh, Dustin Horner, the funny, quiet man that never says a word. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. That's the way and, I like uh, it. And this week we're, we got a guest. I'm sorry, Brock, didn't you I said that's the way I like it, don't encourage me. <laughs> hey, don't, don't cut Brock off, Dustin. Nice so and no. quiet, yeah, over there. Uh, we got a guest this week, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, Jessica Grau. Mm -hmm. Grew? Grau? Grau. Grau. Okay, just got to make it. sure. I said Got it right. I should, yep. just, should have went with it. Uh, <laughs> I actually met Jessica uh, because I was looking for an actress for my show. Just call me Rance. And I hit up Karen Jaffe. And she said, hey, I got this girl. She'd be perfect. So I hit her up and she immediately replied and was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, all right, sweet. It's porn. And she didn't know that. But uh, no, she... she I don't care. Yeah, yes, she, I'm she, a she, yes I was, I'm an actress. I'm an actress. And, uh, Karen's doesn't like, matter. Karen's like, like, I'm not hanging out with you losers all day, but this girl doesn't know any better. Right, yeah. She'll yeah, do it. Bring her along for the ride. She's the Mikey of Ruin comedy. her career. She'll do anything. <laughs> Ruin her career. It's 20 second clips, though, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be a long day. Yeah. But uh, we're excited to have you on. Uh, you know, I've done some other stuff together with mm -hmm. comedy yep. and some stuff. But uh, the reason I brought you in is because you're doing a comedy website now. Yes, I uh, am. Well, just actually, let's just start back. You did a blog for a while for... Yeah, I used to do Left Riot Girl for Dayton.com. Uh, and uh, they wouldn't let me write about some stuff that I wanted to write about. So I kind of broke away from them and started my own website, which just started May 15th. Um, which is Dayton Can Comedy. So it's me, and then I get uh, submissions from some people, but it's mainly me and Karen Jaffe running everything. And it's just a place for like um, people to talk about shows that they're doing, upcoming shows. Um, there's a section for just you know thoughts on comedy or specials or anything like that. Uh, and then there's a section uh, of humor, which I kind of like because it's kind of like the section where you know when you try something on stage and it just doesn't work and you try it and it just doesn't work but something like that might work in writing so yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. so it's a, it's a place where you can like take some of your old stuff that might not work on stage and you can like repurpose that you just it know is a good story yeah. and just, you can't yeah, get around so definitely. yeah so yeah I've got a three ring binder full of <laughs> like short skits yeah. I'm like I can't yeah. sit there and run my mouth for 10 yeah. minutes about this so but that, that's the place so I get like story submissions from some comedians and you know, I just do weird stuff. Like, one of my features is I, uh, I'm a painter, so I take my old paintings from when I was, like, back in high school, and they're, like, really horrible paintings. <laughs> and I kind of just do, like, a, um, like uh, a third person of what was going through the artist's mind kind of thing. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. When you say it's horrible, just called <laughs> shitty art. It's what it's called. So. You mean like it was like a, of a person, but they like distorted and melted? You're yeah. trying to be good or just really weird I, Van Gogh type? Well, <laughs> when I say I paint, I just mean like I like throw up paint on canvas. It's not like... So not, it's not, not like I'm good at it. Not the bowl of fruit. No. Okay. It's no. like the, the... What is that movie? The, no. uh, is it 10 Things I Hate About You or whatever? Or the... No, 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 it's uh, not an teen movie. Yeah. I mean, oh, you're, she's, she's, she's sewing the shit, yeah. and it's like the sun, and the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> it, it just Basically, comes out yeah. perfect, yeah. She's like screaming at it, and she's slapping the brushes. Well, I had a stack of these, you know, paintings in the basement, and my husband's like, what are we going to do with all this? And I was like, I don't know, I guess He was I'll hoping you'd be like, throw yeah. them away. Yeah, and I was like, no, we're not throwing those away, so... Repurpose them for yeah. something sizes. else. 
Huh? They should be prizes. Oh, they should. There should be a contest. They're terrible. And that's yeah. your prize. Well, yeah. here's, here's, so so here's, <laughs> the, here's a great story that goes with this very well. So I had Jay Snyder on my podcast mm-hmm. way back when we first started. My podcast? On our podcast. Sorry. <laughs> what a dick. Sorry. <laughs> of course, he says two words, and this is what he brings up. Uh, I don't but, have anything to do with it. So, <laughs> so uh, I had this picture from when I had a store, and it was some dude painted it, and like... I had it forever, and I, I like we saw the guy. I was like, "Yeah, you want this picture back?" He's like, "I'll just keep it." And I'm like, "All right." And it was like a neat picture, but it's nothing that I would really hang up. But it was like it was a good like I was pretty it's impressed like a, what, with the guy's nature work. picture. Yeah, it was yeah, like a little mountain call. in the background, the cabin, and like <laughs> this whole thing. So Jay's sitting on my podcast, and I decide I tell him beforehand, like I'm going to tell Jay I painted this for him, and like. <laughs> I painted him this picture and I gave it to him. So we're just in, like talking, and out of nowhere, I go, "Hey, uh, when this is over, I got a painting that I painted for you, uh, being that you're my guest." And he gives me this look, like his eyebrow goes up, like, uh, "Okay." He, he thought you were full of shit. Yeah, and yeah. so did I at first, and I knew the gag too. Yeah, and but. so uh, we we get all done. I brought it up a couple times, and every time I bring it up, Jay just had this look, like, "Why are you?" you keep saying that? <laughs> so we get all done. I go, "Oh, hey, Jay, here's that picture," and I hold I hold it up to him, and he goes. Holy shit. He was like, did you, did you fucking do this? I was like, yeah. And he goes, that's not your name at the bottom of the painting. I go, yeah, no, I don't, I don't like to put my name on the paintings. I like use other people's names and shit. And he was like, you're so full of shit. So there's a picture of me and Jay. And like, I got my arm around him and Jay's looking at the painting like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so I told Dustin, I've been wanting to do this like with our guests. Like I want to be like, hey. And I, I said, I so wish I would have thought about it before Jessica yeah. came. Because I'm like, look, I painted this picture. And then how great was this thing? Because you're talking about this whole thing. You could have literally went on like, so fucking ransom did this, and then, <laughs> yeah. But I I didn't put it together. Today. But me and my wife you were cutting your ear off or something. Oh, he probably did. Day. Yeah. Like, hey, Jay, like, <laughs> so I'm in love with you. Yeah. He looked at you like you're gonna you're gonna follow him down to the basement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, the put funny the thing is, on. the funny thing is, me and my wife, uh, we had went to bun- like a bunch of thrift stores and bought a bunch of other paintings. I don't know where the fuck I did with them because I had planned on doing this, like. Every week I had a guest. I was going to be like, hey, thank you for coming. She probably did. She probably did. She watched me spend money on it. I was like, fucking loser. Threw him away. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so you, you got this thing going. Mm-hmm. Um, how often do you change the content and stuff like that? on? I try to upload at least one thing every day um, and put something on her Facebook page every day. So um, that's, it's, it's kind of stressful because you know what? Comedians are not that reliable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you you guys know I've had know that. Yeah. And, and yeah, some that of it is, is some of it is that they've got a lot going on. Yeah. You know, like I know for me it's hard because mm-hmm. I have fifteen different projects and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, which yeah. one do I work on now? But then there's also the guys that sit around and smoke weed all day yeah. and then just don't want to do anything. And hey, I got nothing against smoking weed, but you also gotta be productive or you're mm-hmm. never gonna do anything. And that's Or just say no, I don't want to right. do anything yeah. on yeah. your website. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's the other side of it. Yeah. And so, a lot of people can't say no. Like, yeah. I don't know what that it's is. It's tempting to say yes to everything. You're like, that sounds fun. Yeah, it does. But then you don't you don't realistically go, Well, what day would I really Because then do I that? start emailing you, I'm, I'm like, so Hey, busy. you have that you have that article yet? Yeah. Hey. Hey, what's right. going on with this? But then you feel like an <laughs> asshole because you keep doing it. Yeah, but well, it's like, I am an asshole. You have to do that, though. You I've been an to. editor my whole life, so this is what I you know, do. Like, where's where's the damn story? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> you two have been on stage. I mean, is it easier to talk than it is to write stuff down? And I, I know you wrote something on her, on her For website. For me, it's writing. I've just always been a writer, so... Like but writing can, for me yeah, is. Can, I mean, you guys, the stage people, can you write your stuff down to make an article? 
I mean, is uh, it that easy? Not to. I think riding is easier because it doesn't have to have any real pop to it every 45 yeah, I think seconds I think to keep the you Yeah, I think the riding part's easier, riding. but yeah. I've written tons and tons of stuff. I've performed this much of it, you know? I think if, you know, for me, and I don't know about for you guys, I'm sure it's the same, but I feel like if I didn't have a regular day job that I had to depend on for a paycheck, everything else would be way easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the writing stuff for her website, the writing stuff for my show, yeah. the the you know the other stuff that I'm doing, the podcast, whatever, it would be so much easier if the, if I didn't have that that means of I gotta make this money to pay for my bills. Yeah. You know, otherwise everything would be easy and I'd be so happy I'd be doing this. Oh, Jesse, you need me to write something? Sure, let me do that. Real and quick. I I found myself oh, uh, like I haven't I've written quite a bit, but I'm more of the person who's like, where's your stories? And I'm editing a lot right now, and it's kind of getting on my nerves. So I had my husband write something, and it actually is really good. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys saw it. It's about the Simpsons. And, uh, Did he yeah. wrote that? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah he wrote that, and it was, really, it was good. really, really good. So That was cool. I, I didn't know he wrote there. that. Yeah, he writes. He's also a real person. <laughs> my husband. <laughs> Sometimes people Nobody don't believes you. That's, that's what I tell people. Like, uh, like when I'm around a couple of comics and somebody walks in, I'll be like, maybe they're a comic that they don't know. I'll be like, don't worry, it's not a real person. And then they'll continue <laughs> on, you know, like acting like a bunch of psychos and animals and stuff. Because you say stuff around, what we say, non-comedians, real people. And they're just like, what is going on with you? Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, I was in comedy people mode again. Yeah, it is different. Like, I, I know I have, a safe space. I have a group of friends that aren't comics. And then I have my group of friends that are comics. And you kind of are in, in mixed in between the two. But, like, there's certain things that, like, if I'm hanging out with Hank and Josh and everybody... I can't say the shit that I can say in front of you guys. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a different, it's a different dynamic. You Sometimes talk, they, you talk bad about us in front of your real friends. Is that what you're just saying? <laughs> well, yeah, but I do that in front of your face too. So it no, those aren't the real friends. Like I can't walk into a party with all the friends I know through kids' sports for my kids and be like, "Hey, you think Hitler could fire a better snot rocket?" Because they're wearing mustache. They'd be like, "What are you talking about? You weirdo! Get out of my house!" Yeah. If I say that's a rant, they'd be like, "Yeah, you're probably right." Because I mean, he's got that little mustache. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> analyzing it. That's right. I could fire a good snot rocket. Right. I mean, I'll analyze the whole thing. Yeah. Don't judge me for saying it. Right. Just, yeah. Actually, I'm like, "Where did you come up? That's that's really yeah, good." Before you know, we're talking about snot rockets and Hitler, and then just 20 minutes have gone. It was by a weird day at out. church. Yeah. <laughs> So, you, how long did you start doing stand-up? I've been doing stand-up for four years now. Okay, so, so what? When, before you did that, did you do any kind of like acting, any kind of drama? Anything like well, that? I've just always been a writer. I mean, um, I was published when I was like 10, like short stories and stuff. And Where did that happen at? Just school or? Um, just different books, anthologies. And did you do like The Power of the Pen? Oh, yeah. I yeah. did all that. Uh, I won lots of writing trophies. But those were all put in a box, you know. Uh, that makes me feel better because so I never yeah. won those trophies. Well, my, and I cried. my sister's basketball <laughs> trophies were the ones that were out. You know, you were doing that at ten. Yes, I was a writer, and I'm an English professor too. So um, I became a comedian because Jeez. I've been teaching for ten years, and like I started getting all these evaluations that said, "You're, you know, Jess is really funny in class, and she's really engaging, and it really helps me remember." Stuff. So I started researching about humor in the classroom. Then I started teaching about comedy and humor in the classroom. And then my students were like, oh, it's so fun to learn about all this stuff, but why aren't you doing it? So I was like, well, shit, now I have to right. I have to do it. So that's when I started going to Funny Bone and stuff. And She's meeting like people. that Disney movie where the coach <laughs> is teaching Always baseball. Always. And then they said, well, you should go pitch if we win all our games. Yeah, that's right. You had to do it. <laughs> the Just rookie like that. Or something. The rookie. Yeah. The rookie. <laughs> 
See, I knew about, it. Let me tell you something about Brock. Every, yeah, everything is everything we do on the podcast. The only thing Brock can relate it to is a movie. Okay. Otherwise, his movie his information is not good. Well, that's a good one. I, I mean, he had a, <laughs> he had a D minus. That one's not student. too weird, I guess. Yeah, he's he gets a little out there at times, and we'll be like Brock. That was a movie. Like, one night he was mad. He was mad about the new King Kong because it kept playing in the background on the mm. TV. And, like, he's facing the TV, and him and I were sitting, like, where we, where we are. And he goes, there's that damn preview again. And you know them chains can't hold him. They can't and hold why him. why do the planes fly so close? Missiles will go for hundreds go, of miles. Way to go, Rand. Stay back. <laughs> stay way back. And kill the monkey slowly. Here we go. Yeah, so. Sorry. We it's also it. an allegory for racism as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's what we were talking about. We were talking about the movie. No. Oh, what were you guys talking about first? <laughs> Oh shit! You're just, you're right up, dude. <laughs> All right, so so you said you spent time in the classroom. You, you yeah. found a lot of material in there. Oh yeah. Oh I, yeah. God, I used yeah. to substitute teach. Yeah. And I could tell tell These you some kids, stories. Well, I've been teaching for ten years, and I mean, it's just been like downhill. <laughs> like, yeah. And I teach at universities and I teach at community colleges. Okay. So I teach all over the place. So I get a nice sampling. Uh, of students. So how yeah, often I do you do that? To, what teach? Yeah. I teach all the time. Well, this semester I'm teaching just one class because it's summer, but I'll teach three classes in the fall. And you work at... And I work at Channel 7, yeah. WHI? Wow. Yes, full time. And then then you do this comedy show. And you get a website, so... Well, doers do all day long. And people that don't have the time ever, that don't work or anything like that. That's what I was going to say. They can't do anything because they can't do anything. That's what I was about to say. That's got to make it more frustrating when these guys Mm -hmm. don't get back to you or or the women don't get back to you about your... You know they're sitting on the couch all day getting high. They're doing nothing. Like, oh, no time today, Jessica. And like, you've already put in eight hours at this job and four hours doing this. You're like, come on, man. I saw uh, saw Michael Wells just did a piece. Yeah, he's he's very consistent and he's... he's I like that. He's written three things so far and that's... That's a lot for anybody else, so thank yeah. you, Michael Wells. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mike. My now I gotta up my game, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> but that, that reminds me, of like Karen Jaffe, she's all over the place. She's mm-hmm. doing everything all yeah. the time. Everything. Yeah, yeah. And then there's guys that, like you said, just mm-hmm. just unmotivated people aren't gonna do anything. So. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think that too. Part of it is like, I don't know. For me, I've learned like when I started, I thought. All right, man. I'll do stand up. I'll get good at it, and then I'll be famous. <laughs> and like, it's it's the fool man's like that it's tough never man. works out. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you get into it, you go, oh shit, it's nothing like that. No. Like not even close to that. Like and it's for a you, lot more work. Yeah. And there's, there's no guarantee you ever get famous. <laughs> yeah. And there's no guarantee that you ever get any kind of recognition. For yeah. It. Like my biggest recognition was literally like two weeks ago. I told you I did that fucking Columbus show where I didn't know anybody other than Dale. And that Jake uh, Leonardo was like, uh, goes up after me and he goes, uh, man, that fucking guy, right? He's like, I'm going to get you back up here. He's like, that was, and I wouldn't even plan on doing time. And I had like the best five minutes. The crowd yeah, was feels great. It felt as the most, I felt like I just won an award for my comedy. I was like, okay, I am funny. I fuck them. I knew it. I knew I had something. It's funny like when you say. play golf twice a year like I do and you hit one good shot you're like ooh maybe <laughs> maybe I can do this maybe yeah, I can maybe really be put good a more time in on there's, a, and then, there's some tour right then pretty do. much you suck most of the time and then it's okay some of the times I mean I'm not saying that with you with right. I'm just saying but that's the way it goes especially I'll say at first <laughs> well I can't understand why my friends some found me so amusing and then audiences would be like no thank you <laughs> right. yeah. on this I'm like wait a minute but my friends 
if you could stand our backyard cookouts, it's hilarious, man. If you could just be there, they're like, it's just a different energy. It's such a different thing. It is, and you have to learn how to, to switch it up. And... I think my biggest recognition was when uh, some guy was like, I had done shows for him at some VFWs, and um, he said, I had just done one, and he, he said to me, are there any other girls in this town that do comedy besides you? And I was like, oh, like, thank no. you. No, there's not. <laughs> I am the Dayton girl comedian. No, there is not. Awesome. So if you have nobody, call <laughs> me. <laughs> Don't ever call them. Don't ever find yes, There me. was, That's but it. she died. <laughs> you know, she died. You know, she wasn't funny. Anyway. I don't remember. One thing I'll say about your comedy that I don't think, and I, we were actually just talking about this before, uh, with like we we're talking about, I asked them if they saw the new Sarah Silverman stand up. Oh, uh, yes, I did. Did you mm-hmm. love it? Oh, yeah. I thought it was fantastic. The squirrel yeah, it bit great. is fantastic. And she just gets hotter with age, too. She does. Like, she holy does. Crap. Right, one day she will. I hope mind. that happens to me. She's a lucky duck. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I'm tanning. So I, <laughs> I can get Sarah Silverman. This makes her more old and leathery. <laughs> Shut up. But yeah. it makes old, old leathery men sometimes look good, like the most interesting man in the world. Dosecki's guy. Trump? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Dosecki's guy. He's old and leathery, but good looking guy. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, anyways. She, she, uh, used, she used to date the, the fat Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's skinny now. I know, and then not together. So maybe she doesn't like the skinny guy. Well, maybe I'll get fat again. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm not fat now, but maybe I'll get fatter. You get fat and white. Uh, but what I was going to say was, one thing about your comedy that I think that is hard for women at times is... You don't give a shit. Like you just get up there, and you're almost like another dude up there. Like you, and I don't mean the, the way I'm, I guess I'm trying to say this hey. is like, no, no. I mean like I find it that sometimes women are uh, they don't like to. What's the word I'm looking for? Like where they don't like to. Uh, like I'm I'm very hard on myself when I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, I'm talking, what is that called? Uh, like self self deprecating. Yes. Like I, I think sometimes that's hard for a woman to do that. And there's times where you get up there. I think I do do that that all the time. I mean, that's probably my go-to. Yeah, but I I like that because I don't. You don't see that very often with a woman coming. Well, I mean, I you know my influencers are like Joan Rivers and Phyllis Diller and you know some of the older ladies. Yeah, Joan didn't give a shit. She's one of my favorite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually I interviewed her when I was 22 years old, and I got to meet her at the Marriott. And, like, I didn't really realize when I was 22, because, you know, you're a fucking dumbass when you're 22, Mm -hmm. like, how big this thing was. I was hanging out with her. And then when I turned 30, I was like, fuck, I I interviewed Joan Rivers. Like, I didn't didn't ask her her the questions I wanted. But I remember she was was exactly how you think she is. She's like, that's how she is on stage. That's how she is in person. And I remember she told me, she said, I didn't wear any makeup at the time. And now I wear, like, all the makeup. And I think it's because of this, because she said, you know... You'd just be so much prettier if you wore just a little bit more makeup. <laughs> and then she gave me a bag of makeup. Oh, really? Yeah. It was probably and a gift then, she yeah. got. Yeah, yes, it was. Uh, well, sure, it was, she, she had like some makeup line, so it was, it was probably a bunch of old That's very, very samples cool. yeah. or something. What was she doing in the town? And oh, why sure. were you she she was at the Jewish what? Federation. Uh, she was speaking there. And I was a journalist in Inglewood at the time. And uh, one of the a hairstylists from Inglewood was going there to do her hair. So I was like profiling um, the stylist doing her hair and then interviewing Joan at the same time. So it was it was really shit. and it was really weird. I just went to the Marriott and I was like, hey, I'm here to see Joan Rivers. I'm gonna interview him. <laughs> and they're like, here's this room. And I was like, okay, cool. Really? I just oh walked in and I was like, oh, hey. I don't feel like I she ever got the, the fame that she deserved though. Like 
She kind of got passed up by Carson. She got shit well, on she, by Carson. She, she, kinda, she, well, she, she took shit off on him. On him. Well, she, he didn't know it. He found out on TV no. that she took her own show, and that made him mad. I, wouldn't, and I, I wouldn't guess he was a pouty jerk of a human I mean, being. Well, like, he was the man, and nobody upstaged him, and yeah. I think she did. He's not somebody you want to hang out with, from what I get, That's what from I the bios yeah. I've seen. But if you need a yeah. talk show and you need to sell commercials, then get Johnny. See, I really found out about her. It's funny. Is all all my stuff. Is Howard Stern. He had her on all yeah. the time, and like he loved her. Yeah, like, he loved her. But yeah, she. I'm. That's awesome. Like, so were you at the time? Were you thinking about comedy at all, or was it just like? Not really. I was. I had just graduated college, and I was a journalist, and that's what I was doing. That's was so writing cool. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never yeah. thought about comedy either. Twenty two. I don't think I would have yeah. had the guts to do it. Really, like. Yeah, I didn't start till I was thirty two. Have a whole lot so. of thought. Period. When I was twenty. Yeah, I was yeah. just high all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. When we're getting drunk. Go back to something. When you say, I said consciously. Yeah. Why was Joan in town? You said she was speaking to the Jewish Federation. That sounds like vinyl, like the World Wrestling Federation. It's <laughs> a <laughs> Jewish Smackdown Federation. <laughs> People beating the crap out of each other. And then they're gonna, everywhere. Yeah, then they're going to have a speech. Just <laughs> everywhere. Tonight's cage match. <laughs> like you take, you take the long curly sideburns and you wrap around your opponent's neck twice and you choke him out. Make him tap. I love it. Well, I think Rutgers a bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was uh, she was a good one then, but that's man, that's something that you'll probably that's never forget. That's very very cool. Yeah, and I don't see, I don't remember what happened to that bag of makeup. Like I'm like, I, I'm trying to rack my brain. Like, what did I do with this entire bag of makeup? You want to fuck that? Bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably what I did. I don't I don't remember like what happened. It was so long like ago. Makeup. Yeah, I didn't wear makeup at the time. I was like a big old hippie beatnik. So was her uh, was her daughter there too, or was it just her? No. Uh, she wasn't there, but there was a bunch of people, like, she was, like, in the middle of the room, there's just, like, people everywhere, and, like, yeah. she had this assistant, and he took my camera from me, and he was like, you're not allowed to take any pictures of Joan, I have to take all of them, because you'll get her in a bad light, and we cannot have that, <laughs> so he took all these pictures, and, like, two of them were usable, it was, it was really bad, Ugh. so. Did you guys ever hear the joke she did, uh, she did it on Stern, but I know he, he read it at, like, her viewing, but about, like, she was talking about Whitney Houston drowning, and she said that if Whitney Houston's pussy was like hers, it would have, like, sucked all the water back <laughs> from the bathtub, and she wouldn't have drowned because so her pussy was so dry. It was something like that. I mean, Joan <laughs> doing it was far fucking better than I could the ever do. The best joke yeah. I ever heard on her, and I don't remember who did it, but it was at the roast of Joan Rivers, mm, yeah. and yeah. somebody got up and went, I loved you in The Wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, her and Mickey Rourke are becoming one person. Oh, God, that's great. Yeah, that she, she's, she's one of my favorites all time for sure. Do you, do you think more people say it now that she's gone? Like, uh, like you I said, think you so. Said earlier, the dead can do she, no wrong. Like she didn't get a lot of credit when she was, I mean, she yeah. was good. She didn't get enough credit as a comic, I don't, I don't think. Yeah. Like, and especially a lot of people didn't even know she was, well, she yeah, was a comic. I don't think people remember her back in the 60s yeah. right. and 70s before she did like all of her fashion stuff mm-hmm. and red carpet stuff and, and celebrity bashing, you know. I mean, she was a very yeah. talented writer. Yeah, I, I don't wouldn't have known anything of her comedy had she not been on Stern all those times. I mean, I'll be honest. Yeah, like, so well, there's a on XM. There's the Comedy Greats channel, and she's on the, uh, all the time now. Because in some of the and stuff she says, you're like, holy shit, that's yeah. a good fucking bit. Like, how did I not hear that before? Like, well, that and it's like it's some of the stuff. Like, wow, they, she couldn't get away with that now, but she would. I mean, but do you like can't. do you like Lisa Lampanelli? Uh, hit or miss. Oh yeah, I, I, I used to, but then I'm like, eh, it's. 
just it's real vulgar, and yeah. it's like that's almost like her act. Like that's yeah, just yeah. And I, I don't like when women are like really vulgar like that because it make I, I think it, it makes it seem like that that's something that we have to do to for people to think that we're funny. Cheapens it. Is, if you've got a funny bit, do it. You don't mm-hmm. have to be super right. vulgar. Yeah. With it. Right. Not that it hurts my feelings or anything, but she's the dice a club guy of. being super vulgar <laughs> at a certain point, it's yeah. just not that funny. And, c- and cussing, too. I mean, it's like... I thought Eddie Murphy really Raw when I know. saw it first, and then I saw it now. I'm like, that's just not that funny. Yeah. He just cusses a lot. Yeah. People are laughing because it's Eddie Murphy, and that was before <laughs> Cable, and so, hey... Well, that's why I've, I've, I've never guy. liked Cat Williams. Like, I've never... I like Cat Williams. I, I just I love think how he's he funny. is on stage. I think I'm he's funny him. and rambunctious and mm-hmm. wild. He makes me laugh. Yeah. I hate how he uses the N-word nonstop. Well, I like, only seen him one time on Comedy Central, and you, yeah, you couldn't can't, watch it. You can't watch it on Comedy Central. That's a waste of time. <laughs> I know. You have to wait till after midnight. Yeah, From yeah. then, Ohio? then they won't be fit. They won't be yeah. at least as much. Yeah. It's from like Kettering. Yeah. Real gangster. We owned a house in Dayton. So who's he got your, in trouble for something. He got he fought a kid. Yeah. And the kid he was out. <laughs> he lost. Yeah. He lost. The he kid knocked his ass out. Yeah. Oh, that would be the that'd be my luck. Like, <laughs> are you punks? And then I get knocked out and everybody's like, fuck man, Ransom's done. Like, <laughs> six foot eight. Well that uh eighteen year old kicked your Patrice that just got his ass whipped on that radio station. Uh, on, no, on, not uh, Patrice. Who was it? Um oh, Is he short? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just talking about it with uh Another guy on uh, before um, Keith's show, we were just talking about that. It was the dude from. Uh, oh gosh, I've I've been brain dead all day. <laughs> like I couldn't think of my buddy's wife's name, and I I mean I've known him for years. I just I cannot. I've got no recall today. I don't know if it's the. I'm gonna give you the Tiger Woods. I took some allergy medicine. <laughs> Don't worry about these drinks. They, they, I'm a big boy. I know what I'm doing with this. Is the allergy medicine? I don't um, know the guy's name that well anyway. Actually. But did you guys see see that where he was on a radio? But station? that dude beat the crap out. Oh, of him. and he kept talking shit like he was like a badass. No, and then, dude, dude, this is a real world. I'm I'm gonna beat you up. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> if you're here by yourself, yeah. And then the dude no, just knocked him out. So the that Jake dude that I I did that show for in Columbus. He said that's the best thing that's happened for his career because all the t- all the times that he's scheduled at a local funny bone here, they call him and go, "Hey, he can't be here. Can you come open or can you come do the show? You close out the show for us." <laughs> oh, right. And he's like, "Yeah, he's like, I've he's like, I get, I bet you, I've gotten ten shows from funny bones from here. Yeah, because he's like their go-to call guy. Like, hey, we, we don't have a headliner, and they call Jake, and he's like, "All right, yeah, I'm, I'm Mad on TV, right? Was that where he's from? That's what he was on. I'm like, Are you sure? Ari Spears? Yeah. That's it, Ari yes. Spears. Ari Spears, Spears. Ari Spears. yes. Spears. Say Patrice. You're talking about Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, yeah I had him. Dead. He did. Yeah, you're right. My he did. He was funny. <laughs> that guy. But he got his ass whooped too. Yeah. That guy was funny. <laughs> yes, Ari Spears. He no, said, I talked to a guy that opened for him all the time. He said he used to go out and pretend to talk on the phone. Or no, he used to go out and pretend like shadow box. Yeah. Just so people would be like, oh, there he is. Look, there he, there he is. He'd go out and shadow box near the, on the other Who's side this? of the rope. Ari Spears would while people were waiting to get in just because he got off on here and people were going oh look it's him there he is. really it's Ari Spears that's hilarious what a queer yeah I, got, <laughs> I, love, I love the backstage stories you get from people like yeah. okay who have you worked with okay tell me about it yeah that. you know yeah there's been some good ones too like Jay seems like he works with all the cool people now like yeah he works with some pretty fun people all the guys like to drink beer and party and yeah, there's not much of a story there because, I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, he showed up, we drank some beer, we had fun, and we continued doing that for the next six hours, and then we went to sleep. Right. I like, used uh, to be an entertainment editor at um, one of my jobs, and one of my jobs was to write features on Funny Bone Comedians. So I got to interview a lot of 
the comedians that came through there. Like, I interviewed Christopher Titus and Paul Mercurio. Was well, Titus were super nice. Okay, Titus does not understand the difference between East Coast time and West Coast time. Okay. He's on Pacific time, huh? He called me at four in the morning and was like, hey, it's time for the interview. And it was like three in the morning. And I was like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this? Like, what, what do you call me? He's like, oh, it's Christopher Titus. I was like, oh my God, I have to get up now and do this interview. So I got up and yeah, did the interview. Say, right. I was like, okay. okay. So it's a phone interview. <laughs> Yeah. He's calling from California yes. at midnight. Yeah. I thought you were going to the Funny Bone when he was there and actually no. interviewing him. Well, yeah. I went there and, you know, I would interview them to promote the yeah, shows they before they, came. So before before they got before there. They and then I would usually go to the shows and see the show and meet them, you know, and, you know, so. What a cool gig that was, though. Was there... Yeah, but, you know, it was at a the Xenia Gazette, so I got paid like shit. So, but it was a cool thing to do, you know, anybody it was that, fun. Anybody that surprised you, that you're good or bad? That you had an interview? Or? Really? I don't know. Um, some of the comedians were not as... I don't know. They weren't as interesting as I thought they no, would be. No, I totally get it. I, I have, we've done a podcast <laughs> and had people on and we both like, okay, so then what happened? Like, yeah. like they just have nothing to say. Yeah, like, that's, that's the worst thing this? when you're interviewing someone and they're just like one-word answers and you're like, well, would you say that this was a great experience for you <laughs> right. in your life? And they're like, yeah, yeah. I'd say that. Well, I'll quote that. We've interviewed people and I've heard some of podcasts and that they have such a stage presence that mm-hmm. you like hear an interview and it's like, it's really boring. I know some really funny comics that are not fun to hang out with at all. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're true. boring. Yeah, like they're just not that exciting. They can yeah. sit down and write and really perform it well. But you're like, what do you do? Well, I spend my life on a couch yeah. with a notebook and I watch a little TV. Yeah, like you don't actually ever do anything. Mm-hmm. There. Okay. Well, you know, it's like uh, we had Ryan Singer on, and Ryan Singer said that people will show up to do Marin's podcast mm-hmm. and be like, okay, make me interesting. And Marin's like, that's not how that yeah. works. Like, I, I have some questions I can ask <laughs> you about. <laughs> prompt you yeah. a little bit. Like yeah, one. they're like, make me famous. Make 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 this interesting. Like, it was cool how he said, "Here's how the Bob and Tom show will work." He's like, they'll they'll I'll tell him what I want to talk about, and then he'll work it into a conversation. Yeah. Like, so, Ryan, uh, what what do you think about? Uh, I know we've been talking about some wild stuff. You uh, believe in UFOs or anything like yeah. that? And then boom, yeah. boom, boom. It's just going to do his UFO stuff, you know, yeah. go wild with Let that. me tell you about fucking something Singer did to me, okay? And, <laughs> and you're going to fucking love this. And I can't believe I haven't told you this yet. So when we had Ryan on, have you met Ryan? Mm-hmm. So you know he's pretty out there. Yes. He's a super nice guy. Great guy. Love him to death. He started talking about, I brought up Justin Bieber and how he like oh, got God. crazy famous. <laughs> and Brock's face, Brock, Brock has met Ryan too, but he's never really seen the side of him. And and Ryan goes, you know, there's a there's a clip where he was shape shifting into a lizard in Australia, <laughs> and Brock get, does this like oh like and then he, and then it was all of a sudden like oh he's serious, he's serious. you know I thought and this he, is a bit but yeah let's hear it yeah and, and he goes he goes so I'm not so sure he's not a lizard and we all sat there and we're like oh okay oh, so man. here's so I listened to the Chick McGee podcast because yeah. he told me he's like he did Chick McGee's podcast did you hear that interview yet? yeah. Okay, so you know the bit about him dating the girl that was a shapeshifter. This motherfucker had me for two days in a rabbit hole on YouTube and Google of like shapeshifting people. Like, like I was wanting to find somebody that like just show me some fucking footage of shapeshifting people and listening to his podcast. I mean, I was like, I'm gonna text him and be like, "Fuck you, Ryan." Like, 
I've wasted two it days of my life. It was a big write-up about the lizard thing it with Justin Oh, yeah, Bieber. I sent you the, the link. I'm like, what? They said people were running out there, hiding under tables and screaming. <laughs> is that an airport? And then that was, like, yeah. that was posted on some news organization, and then it was it was erased the next day. and never right. be heard from again. Justin well, Bieber's got F.U. money. He's got I'm not a lizard money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's more than F.U. money. Well, and then the, it's funny, though, because, like, he, he seriously believes that deep down because he was talking about... Oh, I know he does. He was man. talking about when he smoked DMT. And I was like, so what was that like? Because I would love to do that. And he was like, well, I felt like uh, Shane Moss is like, I knew him well. He's like, but not, like, like uh, we'd worked a lot in the comedy clubs. So I didn't, like, know him out of the comedy clubs. He goes, I smoked with him, and then I immediately thought... Oh, they captured me. The lizard people caught me. And I was like, holy shit. Like, that, like, you really think these lizard people are real? Then he talks about this chick that's shape-shifting, and I'm like, this is fucking real. This really happened. Holy shit. Brock's going to fucking kill me. Like, he's going to think I'm nuts. Let's let's ask the advice of the guy who doesn't do drugs. Okay. He pays his taxes every year and, and does comedy, so I'm not, I'm not a stick in the mud. Right. Or the guy who smokes DMT and believes in lizard people. Can shape-shifting happen? Uh, are you sure? Let me be the You're judge of this. You're 100% yes. sure. No shape-shifting. you got to hear this. Not it's so damn convincing. Bible. And that's got some crazy stories in it. Eh, but you're talking about a fictional book. And then <laughs> Easy there's Cable, which only has a few shape-shiftings. I, I feel like they would try to work us into it. Ease us into it as a public. Like, okay... They're shapeshifters. We've got to get the American people ready for this, like they have the space aliens. A lot of space alien movies. Apparently, you've never seen True Blood. They're becoming friendlier and friendlier. Oh, I have. It's not a movie. And Sam's a bartender, so he's a drunk. (laughs) Sam's a bartender. Who knows what he does? Yeah. No, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. I've read all the True Blood books. I didn't read the book. I don't read. It's just not enough (laughs) shapeshifters. There's not enough shapeshifters for me to worry about. One right after the other. Do they have that on audio? <laughs> I don't know. For us yeah, slower people. Man. I'm not going to read. I'm, I'm like, she was like, at 10, I was published. I'm like, I was I, trying to figure out how to poop out of my treehouse. I house. have to read every single night. If I don't read every single night before I go to bed and like clear my head of what has happened in the day, like I won't go to sleep. Like I have to like be in a different world before I go to sleep. Or That's probably a good idea because yeah, you wake yeah. up thinking about your problems or deadlines yeah. or what you're going to do. And... Have you ever read 11, 22, 63? No. Read that book. I have. Fuck your mind. Very good. Oh my God. I've heard the best. Is that a date? Is yeah, that Kennedy three? Okay. Yeah. They might, they might I mean, it, King, I, I wonder if something else happened on that date. I know that, I'm obviously. I'm currently going it's through my whole Carrie Fisher library. From, movie. <laughs> From what I hear, though, the Hulu, the Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. But I read the, the book, book, and then I watched the that. The book is good. The book is, I, it's got audio, so if nothing else, listen to the audio. It's the greatest thing I've ever read in my life. Like, it, it stuck with me it's even, even until now. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. I read Hatchet. By Gary, <laughs> by Gary Paulson. I, I think I saw, uh, Did our teacher read us? I think I saw Mythbusters. Yeah, then I went and had him autograph my book. And, yeah. Where's Redford Grows? Why oh, do I know that? Off I have a dead dog. Yeah, the dead dog's body is fertilizing the growth of the fur in the middle of the woods. I think it's the point of that. I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs> well, all those Isn't books, that true? Yeah, all those books have symbolism. See? I didn't know what you were even talking about. didn't understand when we were young. Smart ass. You read one book. Yes, well, our, our, fifth, our fifth grade teacher used to read us books after recess. I wish I could go back in there and do that. Oh, dude, Grand if you would sit up on that perch like that and just read me a book, I would just be so happy. But you gotta read it like, with excitement. You can't read it. Like, if you yeah. would rub my back it. a little bit, I could really. I could no, but really, rub his back. 
<laughs> Let's make this as creepy as possible. Now, if you couldn't sleep in my uh, daycare, you would raise your hand on your cot, and they would rub your back for a little while. So every day you got your back rubbed. That's rubbing. a bougie oh, yeah. daycare. Yeah, you're down. I could not sleep. That's called child molestation. <laughs> <laughs> I could not you sleep. You might want to get I didn't need to take a nap. The other kids did. The other kids were out like a bat. You, know, you they like happy done. endings? <laughs> Some place called Neverland. I had a good family. Her family loved her. I had a good family. No, I just, my dad was my like, all the time. I've got to get care ready. Oh, my God. What was that fucking off of? Or, oh, it was Due Date with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Where he's like... He's like, yeah. He's like, that's the last time I saw my dad. And Zach starts laughing. He goes, my dad would never do that. He loved me. Unless, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, the greatest line. I know people like that in real life, and they're so dangerous to take in public with you. Because you never know what they're going right. to say. Right. Yes, right. Horrendous. Yeah. Just horrendous. You're like, yeah, and you're always just like, that's him. Uh, you're like, we think that. I don't say it out loud right. with my voice. Right. I do that on purpose with my family when we go on vacation. Embarrass them? You fuck yeah, I embarrass the hell out of them. We're going on vacation this weekend. Where are you going? Can't wait. Everybody is going on. We're going to Belterra Casino Resort for three, three, four days. You're gonna lose everything. Uh, I just went last <laughs> month too. I go there all the time. I mean, I like to gamble. Belterra Casino. Where is that at? It's in Indiana. Oh yeah, they're on. It's right on the boat, right? Yeah. You actually float around. Yeah, it's about an hour and forty minutes away. So I went there one time. It's nice. Is there other stuff to do other than? Yeah, gambling? there's a well, there's a pool outside, and there's golfing, and there's gambling, and there's, there's restaurants and bars. And you everything give a guy is free. Out a dollar and, you know, and kick you in the nuts. Uh, all the rooms are free and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So saves time. You want to cause some drama? Take one of the oxygen mask ladies slot machine away from her window because <laughs> they are particular about their machine. Oh yeah. The blue hairs love their machines. You yeah. can tell yeah. we get sidetracked easy. This is this is yeah. the story of our podcast. <laughs> but uh, all right, so rabbit hole. Yeah, we should hear more about our guest. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get on a wild. Give us the what we always see is look. I can go watch a comedy show anywhere. I've seen every comedy show in Dayton. I want to hear the behind the scenes stuff. What so and so do to so and so when you know nobody was looking or whatever. The Joan Rivers thing. What yeah. what kind of fun stuff do you have like that? Anything else? <sighs> Well, now I'm on the spot. No, no pressure. Yeah. Good interviews. <laughs> Waiting. That interesting. Waiting. Dirt sheet. <laughs> Pause and I'll go to the bathroom and she can think of her favorite uh, story. We'll be right back. <laughs> After these words. <laughs> and we're back to the Jack and Rod show. <laughs> uh, so, Jess, uh, you've done a lot of exciting things. Mm-hmm. Uh, interview, what'd you say? We're going to give her a few minutes to think. Well, a good story. We can we can come, yeah. come back to good. that. Good, good juice. <laughs> Do you have uh, anybody in Dayton that you love to work with, like just like like a local? Well, talent? I work with you know uh, I do a lot of female only shows, which I love um, with Lori Graves and Karen Jaffe, and I work with Leslie Battle a lot. They're kind of out of town, but um, I like well, working Leslie's with my Columbus, girl. Right? Yeah, and then Lori's in Chillicothe. Um, I, I like Karen a lot. Karen's talented. Yeah, she's I love funny. Karen too. Um, I've I, never worked with Lori. Really? I, I oh, hear yeah. she's really good. I, she puts on great shows in oh, Chillicothe. Yeah. I'm, I'm in Chillicothe this month too. Um, Their shows on are the 23rd. Fun. So. And it's a beautiful little town. It's mm-hmm. like the coolest little town, and yeah. the people are pretty nice about you know they're respectful. They're like, oh, cool, thanks yeah. for coming, and we'll listen. Yeah, they're really. Fun town to That's do. cool that she's got such a, a good. She does, yeah, she does she like not one bar either. Like it's three. like yeah, three, three bars, and then I mean, she'll pack a theater mm-hmm. once a year. Yeah, 
That's badass. Yeah, Dale, Dale brags her up all the time. So yeah. she's she's all I mean, she had a Donnie Baker theater mm-hmm. show there this year. I mean, mm-hmm. who else can say that? I mean, yeah. yeah. A lot of the comedy clubs can't get him. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They can't seat enough people for him to bother. I don't think. Right. <laughs> Quite honestly. Right, that's yeah. true. I mean, he's doing, like, he's doing three, four hundred seaters. Why, well, he's actually doing... Why do a 180-seat comedy club three nights when you can do a 400-seater one night? He's doing all your t-shirts. four shows at Wiley's coming up. Unless yeah. that's changed, but he's... I think, I think, yeah, they got him for, is it four? Yeah, like in two a, shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, really? yeah, it'll sell yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he always sells out. Like, he's yeah, just got such a out. good following. Oh, I do have a show this uh, this month in Springfield on the 30th and it's at a place called the Cattle Zone and there's a mechanical bull there it's oh, a okay. farm <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that show how fast can you talk <laughs> <laughs> we saw like a comedy really show excited. last auctioneer back of a flatbed is it <laughs> I want to tell jokes on the bull yeah I don't think anybody's ever done that that'd ever. be talented that'd be good yeah <laughs> Put it in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold a martini and just let it slop all over. Like your bomb. Make no effort not yeah. to let it slop all over the front of you. Yeah. Uh, have you seen? Good. I asked these guys on the last show. Did you see? Uh, uh, I'm dying up here yet. That show no. on Showtime. Mm-mm. There's a there's a black comic. There goes Brock. Story of Rance's. There's a, there's a there's a black comic and he's talking. The funny thing is, it's Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell. He's like this priest on the show. And he's walking down the hall. And, Mr. Uh, Bounding. Yeah. Grief. And the black guy's like, listen, man. He's like, is there something else I can do to make money? And the, the preacher's like, Belding's like, there is one other thing. And he goes, how much does it pay? He's like, 200 He's like, $200? He's like, I'll do it. And the next scene is him and with like this dying priest. And he's like, go ahead. And they're all staring at him. He's like, can you at least move the cross? And they move the cross. And then he starts jerking off. And he's like... So, when's the last time you start selling jokes, like, in front of the yeah. priest? Like, because he, all he wants to do is do stand-up, but he can't. He's just trying to make money to survive. So, he's jerking <laughs> off in front of this priest, and he starts telling him jokes. I don't I know why I told you that story. <laughs> you know what well, I, I had get to, get to practice? Here. I had a new, um, I had a new Kind of scared piece. of the segue, aren't you? No, I had a new, I had a new bit <laughs> in a set I wanted up. to add in at a comedy club. So, I signed up for a music open mic night. Because it just said open mic. And I said, oh, I'm going to do comedy. And they're like, oh, we've never had that. I'm like, you said open mic. I got 30 minutes. I said, don't worry. I'm not going to do the full 30 minutes. I'm going to do about 10 minutes. They didn't want to hear comedy. And they they made it clear. You know, the people were like, yeah. But I thought, they hate me because they want to hear guitar. And they want to hear, you know, David yeah. Fogelberg. I'm going to get them, if I can, to listen to this new stuff. And if I can get some chuckles out of the people who are already pissed off at me for even living... Then I know it's going to be great at the comedy right. club. I've done that a few times. Man. I've done one open mic where it's mixed like that with music, and, and it's brutal. I they usually it. talk through the comedy parts. They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they talk sometimes, through the music sometimes they're too, just dicks. Like, there's they don't want there's to hear famous it. story of Bobcat Goldthwait used to open up for Nirvana. Yeah, there's a lot think, of comedy. That is a that. horrible uh, idea. Yeah, that is the worst that. idea in the world. I would say no, and I'm a nobody. I'd say no. Right. They are not here to hear comedy. They are already drunk and high. They've been jamming all the way here, and then you bring it down with talking. Yeah, <laughs> he said, and he was no. the middle act after, Dave after another band. Huh? After another band, he was the middle act. Oh, that's band, even worse. Him, the Nirvana. Oh, the best was God. Jim Brewer got asked to open up for Insane Clown Posse, <laughs> and he, they were like, "He's like, yeah, I'll do it." And they were like, 
do you know who the fuck they are? Like, the Juggalos are going to fucking want to kill you. They're going to cut your head off. And then I think he ended up backing out. He was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't... It's an insane After he idea. figured out, like, what, what all they represent, he's like, oh, shit, I better not do that. But, you know, I was actually going to say something, uh, kind of to her horn a little bit, something cool that she did. We did a, uh... Oh, were you there? Were you at the Bojangle show? I had no idea what you're talking about. Were you at the Bojangle show that we did for BJ's no. fundraiser? No, no. Okay, we did a fundraiser for our race car buddy. Uh, it was like a, a cancer fundraiser and she did stand up, but she also wrote, um, before you left, was it the, yeah. date, was it the Dayton paper? Is that right? Yeah. The Dayton paper. Dayton.com. Yeah. When she was still doing that stuff and she did this whole write up about it and it was really, really good write up. And then we did the fundraiser and when it was all done, I was like, man, hopefully that was good. I mean, it was pretty packed, but hopefully they're happy with it, you know? And, and some of the crowd, like some of the crowd, like they would talk over us. Oh and, yeah. Like I roasted this old man because he was so loud and like. I started yelling jokes. It was great. It was rough. Like we were <laughs> kind of like, "Fuck! I hope that went okay." He calls me the next day and he goes, "Hey man, I just want to let you know that's the most money any of the fundraisers we've ever done is made." And I, I was like, really? "So like all of us are in like this group chat mm-hmm. and we're all like." Man, that was rough to crab yeah. like, You'd be like, like <laughs> complete failures, and everybody's like, that was so awesome. Well, yeah, so I put in there, I was like, hey, just so you guys know, this made more money than they've ever made, so we should all feel pretty yeah. damn good about that. And, like, that was a big part of her, too, because she put that out. We yeah, shared the article. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah. Like During my whole set, there's these two girls, just women, older women, and they were just like, ah, you're my best friend. No, you're my best friend. No. And I was like, I was like walking closer yeah. to them oh. and talking louder <laughs> and doing jokes. Yeah, the and best they still is, didn't even notice. Yeah. The best was, <laughs> I, actually didn't, I never told you this. There was, there was two women and it was sitting way in the back because I was mm-hmm. far in the back. And we were both standing there and you were talking and you were doing a jick, a jick, a joke. <laughs> you were doing a chick on stage. Uh, you were doing a joke about shitting or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this chick gets super pissed. <laughs> And she's like, fuck, this bitch is talking about shit. She's wasted. She's talking about fucking shitting on stage. And I go, she's talking about shitting on stage. <laughs> and like, and they both turned around like, fuck you. Like, they were so pissed. They got up and left. Well, I'm like, seriously, you're going to act like you're better than that. Like, she, obviously, didn't hear the, the rest of the context of the joke. But yeah, but I was like, well, I, you, you yeah, weren't you at the infield of the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> right, right. Wearing straw hats, right. brimmed hats. Oh, I, but it was great because it was almost like, like they were offended at a comedy show, which is by far yeah. the stupidest thing you can do. And so then when I fucking, la- like, right in between them. Oh, she's talking about shit about stage. They were just like, "This is the best day of my life." Yeah. Bye, bye. Bye, yeah. bye. They were pissed. Like they grabbed their coats and they walked. Out. I was like, "Wow, I fucking cleared the room." And I'm not talking bad about Bojangles because I like the place, but it's not high society. No, that's oh, right. Yeah. There you they go. Cut yeah. the place Seriously? in half. So yeah, yeah like, it used so to be. It used to be a lot now. better. But but that's that's the whole <laughs> thing about a dude can go up there and say whatever the fuck he wants. But when a chick says it, oh, it's too there's, there's a certain part of the room that's going to be like, I can't believe she said that. Yeah. And that's what I love about I your... I don't try to be too gross. I try to, you know, talk about it like, like, like when I talk about like getting fucked by someone, I'll say like vaginally explored, like something like that. Right. Like I won't, you know, like try to say something a little more eloquent. <laughs> Sometimes it's fucking. more funny if you tell a dirty story to like, yeah. try to use no foul language and ex- yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah. like that just makes it so creepy and yeah. weird it makes it, it even funnier <laughs> I mean, yeah. you talked about it on podcast you know saying I do do is a lot better than shit you know yeah sometimes <laughs> it, it, it is yeah sometimes. depending on how it's used yeah it is that's funny you guys were talking about that show where you're like yeah this didn't go so hot and they were pumped 
I did a show. Well, Jeremy, Travis at that bar in uh, New Lebanon. Oh, Travis put it on. Was I there? I yeah. thought I was there. I'm yeah, sure and there, was it the one with the rappers? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. We opened for rappers. They were yes. so like the crowd was loud. I mean, yelling in the back, not paying any attention. It didn't seem like like the the front twenty people that wanted to hear could. Yeah. And the other people were just having like a family reunion and yelling and stuff. And I was like, uh, Travis, like, sorry, man, this is so horrible. I'm like, no, the, the people that wanted to hear, yeah, could hear, and they had fun. And the people that didn't care bought drinks. And the bar owner, all he sees is the tab at the end of the night. He's like. Well, let's see. Travis and his friends came, and we tripled our normal revenue. Right. That's a win. That's all that matters. Yeah. Nobody cares yeah, about Travis your feelings. Travis was beating himself up every show. I was like, dude, that was a good show. That was all right. He, he like, did a good job, and yeah. it was a funny show. And the people that wanted to laugh got to. And the people yeah, that I think care, once once you do comedy for a while, and you kind of realize, at a bar show, you just go through mm-hmm. it and just do your shit. And then yeah. people are going to talk over you. That's a bar show. At a comedy club, it's kind of like, shut your fucking mouth. You're here to see comedy, not to chat. Yeah, you like, know you signed up for it. Yeah. Yep. But I still don't get sensitive about stuff because people are stupid. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I usually just talk over them. I don't yeah. really care. I usually don't address it because the first thing I do is I'm mean and then it's like too mean and, yeah. and I don't want to go. That's what my brain first goes to because yeah. I think, like, I'm I'm 42. I'm Generation X. You bust balls. You tear somebody a new one. Right. That's what you do for fun. And that's just where my mind goes instantly. I'm going right. to rip you apart. Well, actually, that show, I think you were with me. Yeah, it was the first time I headlined Wiley's. And I had that dildo on stage. And that <laughs> yeah. woman kept talking down in the front. And finally I stopped and I picked it up. I was like, hey, can you put this back in your mouth? And I was like, that way you shut the fuck up. And like, the crowd fucking loved it. But like, yeah. normally I don't I don't even address somebody that's talking. Like, yeah, I know. a lot of times it backfires in your face. And then you just come across as a dick and people are like, oh, fuck him. He's... Yeah, because naturally my go-to move is prick. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm just mean. That's, yeah. what, that's what first pops into my head. Right. Were you super careful driving home that night? Oh my so God. the cops didn't pull you over with a dildo in here? <laughs> no, I don't care about that. I, I usually have it in my car, just in case I need it. <laughs> just in case I need it. <laughs> you never know, man. It's a weapon. The thing is massive. somebody with it. Do you see how big hurt. that thing was? I'm telling you, that thing's like a rock. Look, I did get my first hate email after that show because of that dildo. A hate email? Yeah. Like, multiple hate emails. Because, uh, I, I, yeah, that's the only way they could get a hold of me. That didn't know me. Like, they fucking tracked me down. That's not me doing anything. Facebook. I hate emails. Well, that's what, that, that's what, when I first got it, I was like, fuck, man. Like, this is pretty harsh. And then I was like, fuck yeah, man. Somebody offended people. Somebody took the time to hate me. The, the joke, and I don't even remember the joke really, but I haven't done it since because of that. I was like, eh, maybe I shouldn't do that. But I said something about, like, my daughter uh, uh, starting to talk. And uh, the other day she was talking about playing with her rubber dicky in the bathtub. And I was like, I don't like that she says that my wife's like, let it go. Like, you know, she says ducky, you're wrong, not a big deal. But she was talking about playing with her little, her little rubber dicky. And I'm like, it's, it's like, I, I, so the other day I walked in the bathroom and I saw a rubber dicky. Do you guys want to see it? And I pulled out this massive fucking dildo. Uh, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck, man? I think my wife, my wife or my kid's lying to me, one of the two. And like, I, it's got the suction cup. You like stick it on the wall. And like I went to lean on the wall. I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, like, and so the lady hits me up. I'm like, uh, child pornography is very bad in, in, in this country. And, you know, you're adding light to the situation. And I was like, damn, bitch. Like, I'm just trying to be funny. I, I didn't know. But, yes, yeah, so I haven't done that joke since. But, like. I don't know. I'm not a big prop which comic anyway. Uncle or neighbor touched you. Right, yeah. Yeah. This isn't the place. I'm not I can't help it. Well the you. bad thing is my dad was on that show too that we did. And remember because he opened for us? And then uh Your dad? Yeah, he played music. He's a oh. musician. And uh he opened like he played music at the beginning of the show. You don't remember that, do you? 
No. You get so hammered. <laughs> no, I was. I hadn't seen Jeremy in a while, and I was talking to him. Was he even on that show? Why didn't yeah. Jeremy was on that show? Him and his wife were there, and I was like just catching up with them. So I was like, I don't know these people. I don't care. Anyway, yeah, whatever. But uh, she came I, I tuned out the white rappers, too, if that makes you feel any better. Yeah, this is a different show, Brian. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is Wiley's. This is Wiley's. I wasn't on any show with yeah, you. Yeah, it was the first time I headlined. Because the first thing you said when I got off stage, you go, damn, I didn't know you had that much time. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I don't yeah. remember your dad playing music at all. Yeah, he opened for us. And then I closed the show. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Probably talk. Back at Wiley's? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. It was like, uh, it was actually, so this is the best part. Aaron, um, what was his name? Aaron Evans. Evans was running the club at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked up to Aaron because we had we packed it out again. Yeah. And I go, Aaron, I'm not trying to be a dick, but I think this earns me a weekend, right? I mean, like, I've done this over and over, and eventually I'm going to dilute myself. Like, I want to fucking do something before it gets too late. And he smiled and he goes, I'll get a hold of you. Literally two days later, the fucker gets fired. And I go, are you fucking kidding me? This is the story of my life. Fired. I'm like, well, hey, is there any chance you're going to be hired back on? Like, no. can you pass the word <laughs> to the other people and let them know you ever think how good I was You might have been the reason he got fired? No. Well, that's not. I know why he got they, fired. They, they could have gone to the, uh, his boss and uh, that ransom guy. That's how I got a weekend. I just asked. I was like, hey, can I have a weekend? Well, I finally... And it was, like, in between Aaron and, like, new people, so they were like, yes, take a weekend. Yeah, they were panicking. Well, yeah. I finally just... Me and Dell oh, started talking to Erica, coast. and Erica's like, I got you. Yeah, right. Eric, like, I look yeah, out for my Erica's own. good. Erica's cool. Yeah, she'll, she'll help you out. And then now I'm talking to Gary, and I don't know how that's going to go. We'll see. Hopefully hopefully good. Uh, he's he's cool. That's great. Um, but, uh, so anyway, so that, back... He, they, he was in the Dayton paper Sunday. I saw that. Let me tell you who did write about it, Jess. I did not. <laughs> it was not Jessica. No. I didn't actually didn't even see the article. I saw it, but I didn't read it. But yeah, he has like a clown nose on. That's his Facebook Because I took a picture. I was like, oh, hey, Kenny, you're in the paper. Kenny. That's right. You shared oh, it. That's why I saw it. Yeah, I saw it somewhere. Yeah. I don't get the paper. So. <laughs> uh, we signed up for it like 10 years ago. reading. And I don't know that I've paid for it in nine years. That's why everybody's getting laid off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the problem is? Not one person that delivers a paper ever has a muffler on their vehicle. No, they don't. They and don't. they throw it in the puddles and they Do don't you give a shit about your paper. You have to cut off your muffler? I used yes. to deliver. I used to deliver these papers. I did too. It's, and they wanted it on the... You get paid terribly and you have to drive your own car. Yeah, and it just got worse car. and worse. Yeah. Car. They wanted you to drop it on the side of the porch where the door opened. Yeah. I had customers calling irate because when they opened their door, they had to step out and look around to get their paper, and he yeah. likes to get in his underwear. Now mine is out in mm-hmm. uh, on the sidewalk, just three feet from the street. You really can't complain, Brock. Where you the animals could get <laughs> He's complaining about his free paper where it's delivered. Poor people could steal my paper. Uh, best, best thing ever happened, because it's a good story, sucked at the time. I had two Porsches that were side-by-side in Centerville. And the only reason I, I stuck with the papers long is because of the tips at Christmas. Anybody's delivered papers and stuck around for Christmas, they would give you some tips. It's like an extra couple thousand bucks. Yeah, you always stay. Especially depending on the area you're at. But um, I was delivering there's two side by side porches, and it was lightning out. And I'm a real big coward with lightning. Like, I will not, I don't like being outside. I feel like my hair's staying up. I know one day I'm going to get hit by lightning. It's just going to happen. So, I don't think that's cowardly. I think that's reasonable <laughs> and intelligent. It gets, I, I have weird little quirks like that that hair I understand now. Yeah, shut up. Uh, so Where? I'm like, I'm like, I'm right. Like I'm gonna no run. As, I'm gonna run as fast as I can, which is not that fast. But considering the weight that I was carrying, the the amount of 
fall power was not good. So yeah. I'm running as fast as I can. Generate enough energy to hurt yourself. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> One first porch, porch light is on, and I throw the paper. Then I run to the neighbor, and I'm running as hard as I can. And it's complete like darkness. They don't have any fucking porch light on or anything. And I hit the curb. And I go straight down and like skin up both hands, both knees, and I get up and I'm going, you fuckers, fuckers! And I grab the paper and I drill her door. Porch light comes on, I'm like, fuckers! And I just walk back to the car and I'm going, oh god, oh god, I'm bleeding everywhere. And I'm like, fuck this paper out. And I put it in drive for like a week straight. I was like limp, and I'm like fucking cussing them. That's all. That's the, that's the story. It, it fucking hurt. It was. Have you, it's funny seen, now. have you ever seen Hell Week with the Navy SEALs go through on Discovery Channel? <laughs> Rance's life fell apart. <laughs> yes, that's right. Because he suffered for three and a half minutes yeah. one time in the dark. Listen, that was, it <laughs> was terrible. He did something a four-year-old does every day. <laughs> they don't remember it, though. <laughs> I still remember this. You think the Chinese PTSD, girl that made those shoes you're wearing's fingers don't hurt? <laughs> Fuck her. No, she doesn't complain. I don't like how the stitching's coming out. Bitch, you work harder. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, let's get back to our guests. I delivered 100. Quit taking over the podcast, Brock. I, I you've been doing most of the talking. I know. Pretty well, quiet. I know I'm gonna get kicked out every time we make. I've had Ransom. about enough of Ranson's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do my own podcast. <laughs> All right, that's hurtful. But um, so, anyways, uh, I think you're doing a really good thing with this website. I think I, I think it's Thanks. exciting. I even told you like, don't get discouraged because. Guys aren't gonna live up to what what you're hoping well, they're gonna do. I don't get discouraged very easily. I want to write something and you tell me what you think. Oh, yeah, you can send it to me. She'll oh, definitely I say. Will. Yeah. <laughs> I edited Branson's article and I was like, listen. No, I need. Don't that get bad. intimidated when you open no, <laughs> this document. Good, it's good. I need lots of red marks because I, mean, I don't do red marks. I just do caps. Like here, you gotta do this. Do this. What you do is perfect. Yeah. So. No, I'm, I'm and a it's terrible not like rude. It's together. like it's like I'm, I'm giving you like I, I ask a lot of questions. Like, would this be better if you moved it here? So then you feel like you actually thought of it. That's how I do. That's how I grade papers. That's a teaching. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and I the big reason you know I wanted you to be able to come on and promote this, and I told Dustin on the way here is like you've done stuff for me and over and over and never like you're always there. You always help me out. So. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get a ton of publicity from this, but at least maybe somebody <laughs> yes, will hear be it. that would good. And I also wanted you to, you know, I know you know Brock, but mm-hmm. I, mean, I wanted you to meet both of them, and, and maybe they can write something, too, and send it your yeah, way. Yeah, anybody, and anybody I know is dependable. Like, I, I send my scripts now to Brock. I'm like, all right, take mm-hmm. a look at this. And he's giving me great feedback. Dustin's always been that guy I can bounce a joke off mm-hmm. of, and he can be like, hey, what if you said it like this? So they're both really good guys. I think that it could be a great... See, I have no one to bounce my jokes off of, because my husband is just terrible at this Oh, my day. wife's the same. You um, but you can't, like, as a female comedian, you can't, you don't really get together with your female comedian buddies and talk about jokes. I don't get together and, with anybody either. And I don't like the guy comedians at all because they're mainly terrible and young or... No, not all of us. Not all of you, but, you know... I'll, I'll, and sometimes comedians are not good to bounce your stuff no. off of because they're so sick that you don't know if this will play to, to an audience. Mm-hmm. Right. One of my buddy's favorite jokes in the world, and I love it too... Never, I, it's, I've done it like four times, it's worked once. Yeah. It's just, most people just don't care for it. But we laugh like hyenas when, when yeah. I tell it. So I have a couple of those. Yeah. I well, think. and the other side of it is too, I don't know about you guys, I'm sure it's the same way, but when I try to bounce a joke off somebody, if I text it to them, it's not gonna, they're going to read mm-hmm. it and be like, I don't get it. 
it's all in your presentation when you're up there. And I'm yeah. a different person on stage than I am. You just have different energy. Like something. you say, yeah. what? I told you I wrote that joke tonight. You're like, well, tell it to me. I'm like, I'd rather just play it on my phone because yeah. I'm not going to give you the energy because I feel douchey right. giving you stage energy when there's three of us. Right. <laughs> it feels right. wrong and weird. But there is a side like that. I think like the chapter is a good place, a really good place yeah. to go and try new stuff. Absolutely. And like I think that if you're there with a group of comics, like if it's us three, mm-hmm. you can depend on each other to say, hey, what did you think of that? And then we can give you some pointers. Like you were really a big help for me with this last show with like the mm-hmm. religious jokes that I had and then like the uh, the dad and his um, having his militia. And like you gave yeah. me a lot of different pointers for those and they, they all hit pretty well. The, the other show. problem I have like with the self-deprecating stuff I do because I do a lot of that. Like I always get people who are always like in the audience and they're just going... Aww. Too much. Aww. Too much. Like 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 this horrible thing happened to me. Like I talk about my gross boobs or something. They're like, oh, I know I that girl. Yeah, she's. They don't like I, too I do much. a bunch of fat one-liners, you know, like all in a row, and I, I love to do that. And it's just like, oh, is that, this is. Do you so think sad. that's a male versus female thing? Um, because I I think it is. My I love self, you know, that self-appreciating humor. Yeah, I, that's my favorite. My I think it is. goes up there and he can make fun of this person. But he does about four jokes by himself. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But, but I have no. But I do think I even on a guy that. though. I think even on a guy like I went up one time and was doing stuff about being fat and like it wasn't like over the top, but it was. And now I went too much with it, and they were just kind of like, "Oh God, all right." Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I do yeah. think that certain topics yeah. are. I think you got to break it up a little bit because it just yeah. makes it feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like, that's oh, right. Oh, that poor guy. That's awful. Yeah. So I talk about like a story of having no money and like. Uh, you know, my dad wouldn't help me buy the thing I wanted, and I saved for it and all that stuff. And it, it was a funny story to me and all my buddies. And then I told her to comedy club, and all the women were going, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." Now their hearts are melting, and they're yeah. about to cry. I'm like, "Wait, no, don't feel sorry for me. I'm a horrible person. Believe me." <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. It was horrible. I did it one time because all my buddies laughed. Oh, dude, that's somebody place. buy that poor man a pony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. And they were just, I ruined the show. Uh, I sucked all the air out of the room on myself. <laughs> that's that's it, all. It was over. I was like, well, you ruined it the show. It does take a special again. comment now, you know, thinking back, you know, like Gaffigan. You know, he can make, make, make fun of himself but be funny at the same time. Yeah. You it's know. not horrible when you're seen as a famous, successful person. Yeah. When you're a person at a bar with, you know, 20 people in it. And they're like, oh, gosh, this person really is sad. (laughs) But there's also, like, there's those comics now that are so good. Like, I mean, and granted, everybody knows him, but, like, Louie can get up there and talk about a kid getting molested. And we're all going, oh, shit, this is hilarious. (laughs) But if I got up there and I did that joke, they'd be like, what the fucking sick bastard? What are you doing? Apparently you'll get an email. (laughs) That's right, that's right. And I didn't even say anything about it. You get so many points from being famous. Because I've seen, like, well-known comics... And I'm sitting side stage and I'm watching. I'm like, if I did that, this would not be a great show. This is not that funny, but uh, they are having a blast and they're going to tell their friends, oh, that dude was hilarious. It was the greatest thing in the world. I'm like, no, I saw the guy that middled for you guys, the guy that featured. He was a lot funnier than the actual famous right. act that they paid mm-hmm. to see. But he's a nobody, so nobody cared. They want that guy to be mm-hmm. funny. They want him to succeed because otherwise, they, you just wasted your time and wasted your money, and it, and it you, you're not validated. 
Like, no one ever says, hey, I see you're driving a Dodge truck. You like this? Oh, it's great. Nobody ever says, I got screwed. I made a bad decision, and this is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever says that, you know? Right, like, right. Oh, I wouldn't buy another one. I really made a poor choice. I, I would about my Nissan Versa I had. Don't buy a Nissan Versa. But we're sponsored made by an aluminum foil. Nissan Versa. They're good. <laughs> They're good. They're good. They're yeah. <laughs> Small car. Yeah, when you're on the highway, you feel like you're just going to... Because I did. She's at all and then it got hit with hail. I think it was just like a bad omen car because it got hit with hail. And then when I moved to Dayton, it got they got keyed. Someone wrote "fuck you" on my. Wait a minute, you're not from Dayton. Window. You got hail key damage. You got checks coming in right yeah. and left, baby. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you just I, got the, I got you all the camo. I got all the checks, and then I changed insurance companies <laughs> immediately. Uh, so what is you? You say you have a few shows coming up. You already said those. Yeah. What's uh, your next one? Springfield tomorrow. Or, I'm a funniest oh, person in yeah. Cincinnati. Uh, contest tomorrow and on Saturday I'm at Diesel in Springfield which is a gay bar uh, the show's hosted Rocky by a drag queen yeah. so that should be that are should you be go good. bananas Wednesday yeah tomorrow and then well, next, a, next week I'm at Cats they have really low ceilings yeah, they really do. low they yeah do. they do it's kind of like weird. Oddly low, it's kind yeah. Of, isn't that, isn't that funny like about it? But it's not a basement. It's a regular room. Yeah. Isn't that what's funny <laughs> about... you just made the sound a little like everybody else? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what's funny about comedy clubs, though? Yeah. Like, like Wiley's is, like, really bright on stage. Mm-hmm. You can't really see anything. It's the brightest yeah. lights I've ever been in. Yeah. yeah. Funny yeah. Bone is wide open. You can see everything. People's yeah. food is right there. And right. then, like, go bananas the ceiling. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, every comedy club is, like, a unique, like... That's what I was about to ask you. Do you have a favorite club? Wiley's is my favorite. Yeah, club. me too. I like the bright lights. I do too. I don't like to be able to see more than six feet yeah, out. Yeah. Like, when people are getting up going to the bathroom, it's not disturbing. Right. I you was, can hear them laugh. I was there on Friday. I had a show on Friday, and like nobody was sitting in the front row. So it was like almost like nobody was there, you know? And I just, it was. Just pick really up on the laughs or not. Yeah. Yeah, I love that club though, man. It's uh, I, I'll be sad if that club ever goes away. That's. Have you Such ever recorded yourself from like the back of the room and then gone, wow, I, I didn't think it was going that well, but these people are really laughing yeah, pretty well. Yeah. My husband records all my sets for me. So. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you ever hear him going, <laughs> oh God, I'm so tired, I want to go home. Yeah, he records all my sets for me and it, it like takes like... It takes me a, a while to like watch them. I hate watching like, myself. Mm-hmm. I know, every time I watch myself, I'm like, that fucking joke. Yeah. You sound like a shithead. It takes me a while. To, <laughs> Fuck you. It, when I me. first started doing it, it took me a long that time to get used to my that. voice. I hate you. Just yeah, you like my you voice. Like, that's your... what I sound like? I don't know. I have the worst Nasal voice. I hate like, I feel like I sound normal and then I hear myself. I'm like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like not even an accent. Like, what's wrong with you? I can't stand listening to myself on this. Really? Like, how do you guys sound normal to that's because you're hearing yourself through your nasal cavity and not yeah. your ears. Yeah. That's yeah. the difference. That's why you don't like That's it. also what you sound like singing, Brock. What <laughs> <laughs> song I got it's, a little off key on? It's the only I'll reason I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's just let's get it out right now. Let's hear it. You pull it up. I, I We're going to play it on the podcast we'll as we get ready to end this podcast. I know Jessica's probably got to get going soon. Uh, you said your favorite club? If, if you guys have dogs, put them away right now. <laughs> They're going to be going fucking nuts. Wait, shit. Do you have some dogs that you're crazy about? You want to give a shout out to your dogs? My puppies? Yeah. yeah. Sadie and Audrey. Probably barfing on stuff right now or <laughs> shitting on it probably. That's your, that's your kids. Yeah. Those are my kids, but my husband takes care of that. 
So you said something a while back ago about you had an all-female show. Yeah. You guys t- tend to get a different crowd for that? Is it just females? Mm-hmm. You think, we don't really or? get a, a new a different crowd for it, but... Um, you play different to it? Well, you kind of have to. Like, for me, I, I will think of what jokes I'm going to do, but a lot of jokes I do is based on what some of the other girls do. Because, you know, I just don't want a whole lot of the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I tend not to do like my more like girly jokes when I have an all girl show. Like, yeah, I, I do my other like my teacher material or something like that. You okay, know, just to kind of stand out. Relatable. We want the rooster. You don't want the one that actually sounds halfway decent. We want, want the, the rooster. In front of me. All right, and I'm gonna move the mic here real quick down to the table. Yeah, and you put your me. phone over close to you have small children. Would you turn your chair around? Would you hit the button and turn it for the voice? Who is that? Who is that man? It's kind of pitchy, dog. It's kind of pitchy. <laughs> oh, it's grungy, and I like grunge. That sounds like absolute fucking shit. <laughs> I gotta say, that's a hard one to sing. Yeah, I, I'd say <laughs> it sounded so. like it. It didn't work out that time. Sounded like you really struggled with it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm gonna go to the same place. I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm gonna re- redeem myself right here on the podcast. I'm taking shits that feel right too, though. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to add? No, not really. Just go to my website www.gamecomedy.com and our Facebook page as well. Um, and I just uh, have shows like every weekend this month. Does your husband ever get tired of that? Like, oh my god, not no! No, because he doesn't work, and I pay for everything. So oh, fuck him. So <laughs> that should so, be the analogy. My house. so he comes and videotapes my shows. He can videotapes, edit, right? Though, right? Digitally he, records, huh? Does he like he? But he writes stuff yeah. for your thing. And he can, can he edit? Oh edit no! Stuff down? Oh. oh no! That's you. 
I'm the editor. He's a musician too, though. He can. Oh, there you go. Edit video and music and stuff. So. Is he a pretty good uh, musician? Oh yeah, he's amazing. We should totally get him to do some. He some plays stuff for guitar, bass, maybe. drums, hey, I piano. Sing. He plays everything. Does he have recording? Does he ever want to jam? Yeah, he has all his own recording equipment. <laughs> he records every part of each song and then puts it all together. That's what my dad. To make is. a yeah. whole song. Because Brock, Brock needs someone. Because there's nobody else. Play behind it. No, he's he's professional. Musicians are not reliable either. Apparently, so. No. <laughs> so he plays each instrument mm-hmm. and then records it. Man, that's talented. Yep. I cannot imagine yeah. playing one instrument. And he does well. music for like we have um, one of our friends does comedy sketches and he does like intro music and you know music for those as Man, well. Man, get him so. there for us. If you want him to, he can. Yeah, I have. He needs something to do. So. Yeah, that'd be cool. Bad. We need music. You need music for your yeah. movie yeah, we and your yeah. shorts. Yeah. For the movie. yeah. He, he's fine. She's definitely. <laughs> yeah. So that'd be good. But uh, anything you want to add? Uh, I think that's it. Just you yeah. don't have any shows coming up. You're getting ready to go on town. No, I've I've got to get this movie done. Find Eddie. Find Eddie. Go uh, go to my Facebook page, Brock Shank. Uh, look at Find Eddie. You can donate. You can encourage. You can give a helpful suggestion if you know somebody talented that's got uh, I don't know a, a song or something like that, like your husband mm-hmm. that we could add to the movie. We're looking for stuff like that right now because I'm meeting with the editor tomorrow. All right. To uh, kind of get the ball rolling. Good deal. And they need music, because what you just heard. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm gonna, it's just going to be a loop of me singing Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> and we want it to be a success. <laughs> it's not a horror movie. Does <laughs> anything big going on in your world? No. No, me neither. I'm going on vacation soon. That's about it. I'm, I'm going to do the open mic at the chapter in like two weeks, I think. I think it's the 27th. Is that right? Are you doing it? Um, I hadn't planned on it. But you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing it. It's a Tuesday, so if you're not on vacation, you have to go. Yeah. So we you're about, on vacation, right? I'll be on vacation. You suck. We talked about it off mic, but you guys had a bet a couple months. Yeah, yeah. We, Brock challenged That's me nice. uh, on the podcast about doing a joke about a potato. Uh, mm. And I wrote some really crappy jokes, <laughs> uh, but I haven't done them yet because the show didn't happen. Uh, you know, it, I might have them on my us. phone before we go. Let me see if I have them, and I'll, I'll, I'll shout them well, out. Well, you were just right. spitballing them to us, and I, yeah. I actually thought it wasn't mm-hmm. a bad it premise. It, it needed some work, but there was... It needs a lot of work. But there, <laughs> but there was some truth and some follow-through there. Like I was telling you about the, the uh, Confederate flag being a pretty flag. I mean, if you forget what it stands for, it's a cool design. All right, you want, you want to hear how bad these jokes are? I got them in So, my before you go, like, if anybody, this is the first time might happen to stumble across our podcast. Yeah, please don't judge my comedy on the <laughs> Don't judge the comedy, but a couple weeks ago, they decided to do an open mic, which neither one of you went to. Yeah, we couldn't go, which poor Jessica had yeah, thanks. and it was her <laughs> yeah. Thanks for not coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's And I think Brock challenged Randy to come up with a joke about a potato. Yeah, he wanted me to do like a minute on a potato. And so I said, all right, we'll both do it. Brock didn't write anything. <laughs> I forgot. And you can see the effort I put in. Okay, this is pretty pathetic. The first one is, oh, this is so bad. I can't even believe I'm reading these to you guys. Because I wasn't even going to do all these because they're so bad. I cut carbs out of potatoes, then I smoke weed out of them. Like, you know, carbs <laughs> okay. inside. Yeah, it's a weed joke. Uh, I left my potatoes in the sun the other day. They got all sunburned. It's okay. I like redskins. All right. Yeah. All right. Still pretty bad. Uh <laughs> Let's see. Maybe I shouldn't read this one. Let's see. Yeah, we're not going to read that one. Uh, and then there was this one. So bad or so offensive? Yeah, it we're was going like down the Indian. We're going down the Indian trail. 
Yeah, no, this this was worse. And this okay. Was, yeah, oh, not minute. Indian, Native American. My son. I'm pretty sure me. I probably said Indians. Let's see here. Uh, Gotta say, potatoes are like sauce. early America. A bunch of mashed taters tell Redskins how they should be more like mashed. The Redskins get tired of the mash taking over. They get Scallop Potato Tribe to join. There are t- there are two faced potatoes who got. Uh, wait a minute. There are a few two faced potatoes who forgot who they were, and they became twice-baked potatoes. The yams have now joined the Redskins and Scallop Potatoes in the battle. Things are looking good, but then out of nowhere, the French fry joins in and takes out most of the Redskins, and that's all I had so far. <laughs> yams are not potatoes. You're close. Oh, really? Every- Every- Thanks for ruining the whole joke. <laughs> Everything you say into a microphone is the truth. Now it's not funny. Now it's not funny. Now you ruined the whole joke. The whole joke. Smart people ruin comedy. Ruin Sweet, sweet <laughs> potatoes and yams are different. I'm sorry. If you're on the bench, you're like, this guy's smarter than me. You'll be like, oh, well, I, I guess that's a potato. I didn't know. I, I was wrong. You listen to the guy on stage. It'll yeah. pass. It'll no, pass. There will be that one person giving me, like, you know that joke, uh, yams are potatoes. And like, you know, you're yeah. a fucking ass. <laughs> the Rachel Ray foodie. She'd be like, yeah. You know, technically. And, yeah. Like, oh, and technically, shit, the French I, and the Indians fought together. But hey, I don't want to ruin the <laughs> Yeah, well, that's all right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. At least I wrote some fucking potatoes. <laughs> you did. I'm impressed. I mean, seriously, I that's pretty cool. So you want to throw one at me now? I don't have one at all. I didn't write. No, I mean, hey. you want to throw a new word? No, let's uh, let's see if anybody else gets back to us on this. Okay. Tweet well. us, Facebook us, give Ranson and give a and potato joke. Yeah, here's the no, worst. Well, yeah, or give us a potato joke. The yeah. first one, the first one I thought of can't be any worse. I thought of like it was. Oh god, what was it? Uh, and I was like, that's got to be used, and it was. It was. Uh, God, what, why can't I think of it now? It was a stoner joke. Like, uh, fuck, I don't remember. Somebody will Why did you skip one? This podcast is for stuff you skip on stage. That's what this is for. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. You skipped one because whatever. I, too offensive, whatever. That's what this is for. Oh, yeah, but it's not. No, it's, not too offensive. It was just too It's Well, it's both. Stupid. It's, it, there's no joke at all. Like, some of the other ones, at least, I tried with the punchline. This one was like me ranting about something that... Could probably get me in trouble, so I just want to. Okay. Just <laughs> well, I, I have stuff in my phone that shouldn't be read aloud. <laughs> or seen. Yeah. Like it's a, <laughs> or heard. Well, like I, <laughs> Jeff Jenna, he said, kill your editor. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, he goes, just write down whatever you think in your head and then decide later. But don't try to edit before you write it down. Right. Write right. it down. That's so there's stuff yeah. in my journals and stuff that are like horrendous. Yeah. Well, that one, that one day, I, I think, I don't know if it was you or, no, I think it was just Cody I talked to. I would found an old joke book from, like, mm-hmm. back when I first started, and some of the jokes were so bad. Like, um, I want to say, like, uh, God, I'm fucking drawing blanks, but, like, I was Ultimate reading Warrior it. Band. There was, like, no, you know, no, nothing will ever be that bad. I did, I did Bojangles one time just mm-hmm. to fill you in, and it was when they had the big stage yeah. in the front, and I got up there, and I, it was the drunkest I've ever gotten before a show. My husband actually opened for Cinderella. Really? really? A long time ago. Yeah. That's a winner story. Now you want to hear the other yeah. side of the coin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> so I, got up there, I took a shot up with me, and I it was the packed house. That's the sad part. It was packed. I take my fucking shot up there. I do the shot, and I'm like, hey, can I get another one of these? Like an idiot. Like eight shots come up. And then they're like chanting, shot, shot, shot. And I was like, oh, I can't be a bitch and not take the shots like I should have done. I took all the shots. And then I've never gotten to the point where, like, I just black out on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been pretty hammered on stage <laughs> and gotten through the act. I, I would be telling a joke, and I'd be like, and during the punch, I'd be like, you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> like it was that bad. Well, do you remember the Ultimate Warrior in wrestling? Yes. Okay, so all of a sudden I start rambling on about <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior about? and how I always wanted to be like the Ultimate Warrior in comedy. And I start running the stage back and forth like it's the ropes. And then, like I get really winded and I stop and I'm like, eh, hey, fucking Ultimate Warrior. And I, I don't even know what else I said, but he will not let it go. He'll just go, is it as good no, as the no. Ultimate Warrior? No, no, no. Like, Nothing will ever be. Every like time Ranson says, oh, I had a bad joke, I say, was it Ultimate Warrior bad? Like, no, 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 it wasn't that bad at all. Yeah, it makes me feel That's better. That's great. Myself. When you go that low, oh, you, <laughs> you know, it was to... so bad. I like looked over and my parents were there and my fucking sisters were there. Whole family's there. And I look and my one sister that always laughs. Is like smiling, but she's like holding on to my sister, like, oh god. <laughs> I go back and I go, that bad? That, okay, okay. And like like someone's gone. walking toward him, gonna stab him in the stomach. Like, oh, no, yeah, oh, my no, dad, no, over, my dad, he's going, shaking his head, no, like, get Make off the it fucking beat. Yeah. It was so bad, dude. They were like, I, I let everybody down. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> so it was really I let everybody great. down. They, took, <laughs> they Just, took his pictures down from the walls of their house. <laughs> <laughs> still haven't, still haven't so, yeah, enough show to They're still in a box, all right, well, look, we're going we're gonna to cut out after that. Uh, Jessica, we appreciate you coming by. Uh, we'd love to yeah, get you back on here you. again. Uh, this is fun. very talented lady. Uh, look I forward know. to getting you back on my show again. <laughs> humble. Uh, you're c- clearly humble. Uh, <laughs> um, but definitely check out her, her website. and uh, yeah, some very, There's some very good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it last night. Mm-hmm. Some good articles and yours. <laughs> and, and mine and she uh, plays a great ex-wife best ex-wife I've ever yeah. had on my show uh, and then uh, check her out uh, in the comedy clubs and the bars wherever and that's it right guys that is it alright hey send us your potato jokes let's see how funny you are <laughs> alright thanks a lot Perfect. Perfect.